Hey everybody, and welcome to Whiskey Talks. I'm your co-host, Reed Osborne, alongside my friend Trevor, who's currently opening a cooler and looking for a natter day or natter something day? of the short sort. I don't see any natter days. Uh, how about a natty seltzer? I see a seltz. I'll take a seltz. Alright. That sounds perfect. You have two seltz. There's two seltz. Sweet. Bring them over. You need a drink as well, obviously. So you're going to drink one of the Natty Seltzers, at least. Yeah, so you lied. Um, so today we're starting off the podcast a little different. We decided to drink before instead of during. So right. what happened before this podcast was we set a perfect birio, two-man, scored a one, 150 plus 120, so a 270 total. Yep. We did that, and we got to about race seven of the second round, so... We almost had a back-to-back. Yeah, we've had about nine, <laughs> ten beers at this point. It was close. It was closer than we normally do. Yeah, it was a good round. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what Birio is, if you've ever experienced Mario Kart on the Wii, where you hold the Mario or the Wii controller sideways and you steer, we play that. But before you can take off, when it says three, two, one, go, you have to chug one half of a beer. And we have it set up to where it will race you 10 random races. You go through, and this is how Birio is played. If you get a perfect, that means that out of two people, you got first or second every single race for all 10 races. That gets you a 270. Three-man is 360. Four-man is 450. Nah, three-man is 370. 370. Four-man is 450. 450, yeah. Okay, so third place gets you 100 if you always third place. There you go. So, Trev, obviously you were in the cooler whenever I first started this thing off. How was your week? Uh, I don't know. Pretty shitty. In general. Pretty shitty overall. In like, general. Just not a great week. Yeah, most weeks aren't good weeks. It's just, it sucks. I, I... Life in general. Yeah. The work, the job, the... Sick of life. Waking up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just over... I'm just done with it. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I really wonder why I don't just throw a toaster into my shower. I don't I don't understand why we're not doing that. Like it just seems it just seems like the right thing it, to do some it days. It really does. It reminds me of what's it Talladega Nights. They're like, oh damn, Granny, how long are you gonna make us do this? So how long are you gonna throw me the toaster when I'm in the shower or <laughs> yeah, whatever no the fuck shit. she says? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, adulting sucks. It does. Every every person is mad at you constantly. That's a fact. I, it's just you can't make you can't make anyone happy. It's just in any part of life. It's just you, it's just a constant cycle of build yourself up, try, fail. Yeah. But you didn't fail enough to turn it around. I understand why you kids- failed. It. This is life is like playing the game of golf, right? So the game of golf. You go out for nine holes, you suck for eight holes. And on hole nine, you hole out from 120 yards out, you get a birdie, an eagle, whatever, and you go, I still have potential in this game. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just lucked out that's from life. 120 out that's or whatever the hell. And so, and that's I understand. Life. I understand why kids are so fucking happy all the time. I mean, they are. They're yeah, just because they're, they're just, just clueless. They're just fucking joyous as fuck. Like, yeah, because they're not letting anyone down. But like, adults are constantly letting everyone down. Everyone. I mean, you just like you kind of start your week sometimes, and you're like, I'm gonna try to make 
this person happy, this person happy, this person happy, like everyone happy, and then just no, they're just they're just not happy with you. And they're not so. they're not unhappy with you necessarily. They're just unhappy with life yeah, because they're everyone. an adult too. So they're just like, well, fuck me then. Sucks. Everything sucks. Uh, we don't really have any sort of timeline as to how tonight's gonna go. No, we're, we're pretty already destroyed at this point. We thought we were gonna have to re-record, but uh, we ended up getting that podcast pushed through. Yeah, we luckily were able to recover it. It took about four different computer programs, and we were able to bring that podcast back. We do apologize that it came out tonight, Wednesday, instead of last Friday. Right. So. A little bit of a bonus this week. You're going to get two podcasts in three days yeah, versus... So stop bitching about last week. You got yeah, two this we week. We are sorry, and we were... It was honestly endearing how many people Snapchatted me, texted me, called me, and said, I haven't heard the, snap, the uh, podcast come across today. And it's and I was just like, yeah, we're, we're having some issues with uploading it. There was something in the file that didn't I mean, literally right. tonight, like Lily snapped me tonight and was like, Dude, is that podcast up yet? I'm like, I, I, there's literally, there's something wrong with the and, file. I don't, I don't know. What yeah, to tell you. And, we're gonna have to and, re-record today. It was just like, an absolute pain in the ass. So we were able to get through it. One of the things that we're gonna try to do, and we can't, I almost spilled, spilled my drink. So we'll just, that's, that's a drink. That's a drink. That's fair. I'll do it too. We'll want to pause. So one of the things we're gonna try to do is drop a couple of different episodes a week. One's gonna be much shorter. It's gonna be whiskey talks game time something along those lines yeah get right drunk to the games point. we're gonna get to the point and then we're just gonna do like a mad libs or we're gonna do some improv whatever whatever we're feeling that night right and we're just gonna drop that on like tuesday night so on tuesday you'll get like a 25 minute just us being dumb so if you want to feel better about yourself in life because adulting has you down listen to the tuesday podcast because you'll be like well, at least I'm smarter than these two fucks. Exactly. Guys. Yeah. I got the these worst, two dumb fucks. Being, yeah. Like I mean, the worst comes to worst. I'm at least the third dumbest person in the world because there's two guys in front of me that are just killing it. Yeah. So we're gonna work on doing that on Tuesday nights. Obviously, we're gonna work on getting this out on Friday. We are still new to this. We do apologize. We're trying to yeah, learn. Yeah, we fucked up, okay? We don't know a lot. Well, I mean, we don't know everything we about didn't, computers we, we and didn't, this shit. Yeah, well, well I, sh- I should. We should, but it's something happened, What's okay? What's my job again? Computers oh, and phones? Yeah, to fix computers <laughs> and phones, son of a bitch. Nah, fuck it. Seriously, though, we fucked up. It's fine. Just get over it. Uh... That's kind of the end of it. The, the podcast, is, now, the podcast so. is out there now. And As we're uh, recording, shut the fuck up. I mean, it's just the way it's, it's out there. If, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the one before it, then clearly you made a mistake. Yeah. Um, the one before this is called Everyone Just Chill. And that's not to say that everyone out there needs to chill. Honestly, it's because we chilled because Trev was so hungover to record this episode that it felt like I was the only one talking. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, I was kind of like, I'm gonna let Reed do his thing tonight. I'm just, I'm gonna let Reed do his thing because I'm, I am. My brother's wedding <laughs> fucked me up, man. It that, did. That was that thing bad. was awesome. So the last episode, yeah, episode three, yeah, that was we recorded that right after Brent's wedding, and it was just, oh my god. Trev was very hungover. As I, I am pissed off at Reed. I'm like, dude, we are not recording a podcast tonight. I can't even fucking sit up straight. I'm and not, I made him do it anyway. And he made me do it. And then and it just, corrupted. I could hardly talk. The file I mean, corrupted. I was asleep for part of it. I. You were. 
the file corrupted. Karma got the best of me. Yeah. You won the argument anyway See? because it took more time to get out anyway. Yeah, so fuck you. Thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. that. You're welcome. Back to Brent's wedding. So Brent's wedding was a blast. Yes. And not because of anyone but us. Yeah. Obviously, I was the star of the show. I'm so, Like, you know, Brent and Alyssa are like, yeah, it's our wedding. But, I mean, I was the star of the show, obviously. Trev's best man speech. <laughs> oh, just fucking kidding. Was fucking phenomenal. My best man speech was it was apparently a hit. Everyone it was, was a hit. It people was, were talking to me about it. You you wondered if it was long. It was about nine and a half minutes long, but I felt like it was perfect. It was I so like that was right. I, I look on YouTube I, and people are like fifteen minutes. Right, people are five. So I was and, like nine and a half. And you were doing a little bit of a roast and a little bit of a comedy stand up kind of routine that's with it. That's what I do all the time in life. Obviously, that's why we have this podcast. I walk podcast. into my job and I'm doing some stand up on somebody. Yeah, least. you. <laughs> Standing up on somebody, are you? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That 90 year old yes. secretary looking, looking pretty good. Yes. Standing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta do stand up comedy. But in so, life. like, the standard at a comedy club is you need an eight minute bit. You did just over that. Yeah. So, you had an eight minute bit. Perfect. That's what a stand up comedian does. That is what Ron White started with, was eight minute bits. Now, you know, he gets to stand up there on a stage and sweat for an hour and a half with brandy in his hand and a cigar. Yeah. And he looks like he's melting on camera. But it doesn't matter because he's hysterical and we're gonna watch. Yeah, at least I, I watched Aziz Ansari's shit and like he kind of gets... The newest one? Uh, no, like this the brand new one? Was, no, I was watching his last one Okay. Uh, before. And like a, a couple weeks ago. And like he gets serious for a while, you know, like he'll just kind of like... But then, you know, he throws his one-liners in there. You know, he's just, like, kind of, like, has a good mix. And I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take that approach at least a little bit. I'm way funnier than him. He's, like, five foot seven, so that just instantly gives me some sort of... Yeah, if points, you're right? over six foot, you obviously have an right. incremental more smart brains yeah. than him. It sucks that I'm only, like, six one because I feel like I walk into the bar next to some dude that's, like, six six, and they're ugly as fuck, but it's just, like... Some chick thinks that they're better looking just because they're 6'6". Six, six. Or... With I our, mean, that's a fact. With our whole friend group, we're all like 6'3 <laughs> plus. So, in a lot of pictures, you throw your tippetoes up just so that you're... Yes. That, just so that you're and on I'm the same... And I'm not short. That's and, the and thing And you're not that short. It's just that we're all so sucks. damn tall. Six foot one is not short. And, and I'm like, and Jesus Christ, why am I hanging out with every single person in my life is six foot six? Yeah, in our friend stupid. group, six one is short. In yeah. our friend group, six one is and short. Thank God we have Trey... Yeah, well, so Trey, is in statistics, Trey would be an outlier because four foot nine would just fall off the map. Yeah. So, because that would bring our average height down, like, what, five nine? And any guy under five seven is essentially a woman, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that reminds me. So, I'm on FaceTime with Reed. I'm on FaceTime with Reed last week. And we're sitting there talking, like, we FaceTime pretty much every day, and, uh... At least a couple times a day. Yeah, at least. I, I FaceTime you actually today four times, but... That did happen. So, I'm on FaceTime with Reed, and we're sitting there talking, all of a sudden, I hear his office door open, and I see him, obviously, on the FaceTime whip around. And this guy comes in, he's like, hey, sorry, man, I didn't, I didn't mean, I didn't know that this was this, and I couldn't really hear exactly what the guy was saying, and I hear Reed go... He was getting my trash at the time. Okay, maybe that's what it was, and Reed goes, yeah, he goes, so don't worry about it all he goes i mean in my workplace i am constantly surrounded by women 
and that includes the men. <laughs> and I just lost it. <laughs> and the guy that whoever apparently was getting your trash, yeah. he just was like, okay. So yeah, like, he left. He he came back. So you left, or you obviously, like, we hung up after a while. And he came back before he left. He's like, it has been a while since I've had a good chuckle at work. And I appreciate yeah. that you that you intentionally try to make people laugh. Like in that, my workplace, I'm surrounded by women, and that includes the men. I was like, oh I'm, my I'm god, I said that. That's a Ron Swanson quote. Yeah, you gotta throw in and Parks and Rec. You have quotes to throw Parks and Rec quotes into most of the things I say through the day that are funny are for whatever reason I'm very good at remembering one-liners from movies. Right. And a lot of people aren't. One of the people that I work with, Charlotte, she's very good at it as well. So me and her will that sit helps. there. That's good. Me and her will sit there and one-liner back and forth to each other for five, six, seven times. And our other coworker, we call ourselves the A team, me, Charlotte, and Allison. Uh-huh. Allison's just sitting there going, I can't remember movies. Like, what are you guys saying? Like she's yeah. she's laughing and like crying because it's so funny. But at the same time, she has no idea what's going on because we go from a Talladega Nights quote to an old school quote to a, the campaign quote to whatever the hell, Step Brothers. And then I, I realized I just named all Will Ferrell movies. Right. But well, that's are, the funniest. Excuse me. Will Ferrell is very good at the one-liner. He That is one of the things he excels at is just sitting there improving in one-liners. So the things that remain in my brain are things like that. Or something like, you guys ready to let the dogs out yes what yes you are you ready to let the dogs out yes which we say to each other anytime we're about to just get hammered yes so that's always fun i mean i love i don't know i always use oh boy this is gonna be a oh he's got the hiccups that means reed's drunk yes Anytime Reed is drunk, this motherfucker will sit there and he'll hiccup. And it is not just like a, like your cute little girl hiccup. Like, oh my God, like, oh, like this seven or eight year old girl or boy is just like, like hiccuping. No, it's sitting there. Like the motherfucker's dying over this. I'm just gasping for breath. Oh my God, his hiccups are so annoying. Thank you. I hate it. So yeah, we'll, we'll sit there and we'll try to play Birio. And all of a sudden, it's just like, you know, we'll play a few rounds or whatever. And all of a sudden, here we go. You always know when Reed's drunk because all of a sudden, you'll just hear, <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like a fucking raccoon just got hit by a fucking semi. So I, this, I saw this GIF, or not GIF, meme, wow, internet talk. There's all these stupid words out there that exist now because of the internet. So right. meme, GIF, either way, GIF, however you say it, GIF's a form of peanut butter. I don't care how the guy who made it says it is. It's a GIF. It's yeah. It's a GIF. Anyway, I say GIF. So we're gonna. You have say a, GIF. We're gonna have. I say difference. GIF. I think it actually is GIF, but so like I've heard both. I've always I've say heard GIF. both arguments because like obviously like if you're talking about a giraffe, it's not a giraffe, and giraffe spelled G-I. So and GIF spelled G-I. So and maybe it is GIF. Maybe. Maybe, but in my mind, it's GIF. I don't know why. Because it's not attached to a long neck fucking animal. Maybe that's no, why. That's, that's true. Yeah. But it, to me, it's to me, it's a GIF. To you, it's a GIF. We know what we're talking about. But I saw a meme, which is a totally different thing. I'm okay. just a moron. 
Yeah, or as as Jay Kenny here would say, uh, a Mimi. A Mimi. <laughs> he would tell that to Peanut and I in college all the time. He's like, yeah, he's like, so the other day I Shout saw a Mimi. Kenny, and I'm man. like, okay, Jake, that a I know Mimi. is not right. Stop. I think that's, I think that's M-I-M-I. Yeah, a Mimi. <laughs> a Mimi. And he would tell us, he's a like, no, man. I know it's not Mimi, but I love the word Mimi, so I'm going to say Mimi. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I saw, I saw a Mimi. Okay. And it said. While you're taking. While you're telling this, Mimi, I'm going to take a piss. Okay. Reed's going to talk to you for a second. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay, so I saw this meme. Mimi. Mimi. Mimi, as Jake would call it. Shout out to Jake Henninger. So I saw this meme. It came across my Facebook feed. Facebook is not good for a lot of things, but it is good for a laugh. There's always people reposting gifts, things that they thought were funny, memes that they thought were funny photos that they thought were funny and that's what i'm really on facebook for if you're a baby boomer you're on it to see your grand sons granddaughters post pictures of themselves and if they're in college they probably look slutty and you're like what the hell happened to my granddaughter grandson whatever the hell they identify as they could be a grand llama some people identify as llamas i'm not here to judge but i saw this meme and it said nothing scares the shit out of me Excuse me, kind of drunk. It said, nothing scares the shit out of me more than when I'm driving down the highway, everything's silent, and my wife takes a gasp for air like you couldn't believe. And this registered with me because my girlfriend, Becca, does this randomly. So we'll just be standing there in a line, right? Ready to walk into a bar, ready to... Um, we're waiting on the maitre d to get our table ready at a restaurant things like that or just driving down the road and i don't know i she's not forgetting to breathe but for whatever reason all of a sudden she just goes <gasps> and it scares the shit out of me here's one thing i can say okay is that probably becca is wearing off on you because i want to take a curve today and the recommended speed i understand was 15 miles an hour and I was going about 28 at best. Yep. And you grabbed the oh shit handle and you're like, and you lean back in your fucking seat. And I was thinking, I was like, was it really that scary? Reed? Was it? I wasn't scared. You grabbed the oh shit handle. If I feel like I'm falling out of my seat, not falling out of my seat. If I feel like I'm sliding out of that little thing that's supposed to keep your love handle stuck into the seat, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know how seats kind of hug you, at least the front seats, back seats normally don't, they let you fly all around. But if I scoot out of that at all, I just grab the oh shit handle. It's, it's not to call out the driver at all. That's what it felt like. Well, I felt personally attacked. I'm sorry that you're not Kevin Hart. I actually appreciate if that. If you were apology. Joey Logano, I really wouldn't have been worried about it. But who? Joe Sagano? Joey Logano. Joe Santagato. Joe Santagato's a different dude. Joey Beggs. I don't. Joey Beggs could drive a NASCAR car. If hey. he drives that van every day, I guarantee you he could drive that NASCAR car. 100%. Joey Logano. With an L. Joey Logano. I don't know who yes. the fuck that is. It sounds like an... I'm pretty sure it's Italian. I, he's Logano. a NASCAR... Yeah. He's Let's a, think about it. He probably is. Yeah. No shit. He's a NASCAR driver. He is like number 22, I believe. And if I ever... So... Since when the fuck are you up on NASCAR? Okay, so... We've watched every sport in the world in this program okay. and you're now suddenly so, up on NASCAR? So this... Fuck you! This is the dumbest thing ever. 
So I got yes, that symptoms was the dumbest right, thing ever. Just just wait until you hear what I'm about to say. Okay. So Sitting I patiently. I got really into NASCAR. Because, uh, okay. Hold on. Stop. I can't you know talk. This. No talk. All right, I'll sit here. No talk. All right. So I got really into NASCAR for a little bit because of the science of it. Because there is so much you're gonna hate me. Here we go with the nerd I, shit again. I know. So there's so much that goes into the science of do you are we changing the left tires? Should we change them all? How much fuel do you need? How do we need to change this? So like after 60 laps, let's say they stop they stop all cars and the driver comes in and he says it feels loose on the turns, it's feeling tight in the straightaways, and I'm feeling like I'm not fast enough. So some guy who is, I guarantee, don't drink like I'm ruining your life. I You are ruining my life. Some guy who probably has a chemistry degree or something of the sort is their pit crew boss. And he's telling them like, okay, well, let's lower it a quarter inch. Let's, let's lighten the, let's shift the weight a little bit to the passenger side so that it's less tight in the curves or more tight or less Less tight in the straightaways, more tight in the curves, whatever. I don't know. I don't understand it all. But there is so much science that goes into getting these guys to win. Now, obviously, okay. part of it is don't be in the big wreck. And that always happens. But in the parts where they just need to like set a lap time so that they say start first through fifth, that is so scientific. And that really interested me for... A good three months like all I did was watch YouTube videos and get on NASCAR.com and just look at the science of sports science did like an hour thing on NASCAR right okay so that's what got me into it and I know that's so nerdy and like, okay, so you're saying that uh, Jimmy Johnson Kyle Busch Kevin Hart we're gonna have to talk for a little bit cuz I gotta pee that's fine so basically all you're saying is that Jimmy Johnson, uh, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, those are the three that I know, that essentially, I mean fucking essentially, that their, uh, their pit crew person, manager, whatever the fuck you want to call them, CEO, is that they essentially have a Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, that, that, that in other words, from, from, from Reed's standards, because there's so much fucking science that would go into it. But that also, that also raises another point. Okay. That I, wait. Hold on. That I do know because, so we can get away from the nerdy shit for a while. That Kyle Busch, I know this because he has that lime green fucking car. Yes. Um, and it's M&M's. Mm -hmm. Why is his sponsor M&M's? His sponsor should be Bush. Like. Are we going to talk about that or no? Do you think that was caught on the podcast? I don't know. Okay, so Kyle, Kyle Bush. <laughs> why is his sponsor not Bush Light? That is actually now bothering me. It's, it's I want I want to come across the table so, and I want to tackle you. I can't remember who right uh, now. Who Anheuser Busch sponsors off the top of my head. It should be Kyle. Kyle Bush has had Mars Candy as the, as his sponsor for a very long time. Can't. His brother can't stand him. His brother has Monster Energy drinks. Who's his brother? Why do you know so many? What's his name? Drew. No. I, 
It's Kyle Bush. Kyle Drew, that kind of sounds in there. Sure, we'll call him Drew Bush for now. We'll call him Monster Bush for now. So Monster Bush, because he's sponsored by Monster. So Monster Bush is Kyle's brother. He's not nearly as successful. Monster. His name's Monster Bush. I don't understand. It's Kurt. I just looked it up. It's Kurt Bush. It's Kurt. But we're going to call him Monster. So Kyle now. and Kurt. How would you like to be the brother that's Kurt? Be like, yeah, I got my brother Kyle. He's fucking awesome. Then we got Kurt. Yeah. If you have Fuck the, you. If you have the name Kurt, guaranteed you are either a NASCAR driver or, or a, a cashier. Super, or a Super Bowl winning champion. I mean, Yeah. Just, Kurt Warner. Oh, cashier. Perfect. See, it all works out. Because Kurt Warner, right before he was freaking brought into the NFL, he was a stock boy at a grocery store. He worked the cashier and he stalked at night. So everything works out. Essentially, just change your name to Kurt. Go fucking pick up a shift at a Kroger's. And then all of a sudden, you're fucking you're leading the Arizona Cardinals. You're either going to be in the NFL or, or you're going to be driving least, a NASCAR. They lost that Super Bowl. He won with the Rams. He won. Well, now with the Rams, yeah. Yes, because Trent, they had Drew Bledsoe. No, no, Trent Green. No, no, no. Trent Green was the starter. Trent I'm Green blew out his knee here. one week before the playoffs. Kurt Warner led them to the Super Bowl. Yes. He is essentially the 90s Nick Foles. But he also came in, though, and led the Cardinals to the Super Bowl, and they lost, right? He did. He was the quarterback yes, of that Yes, that team. is the one time that Larry Fitzgerald. Who was it? Santonio Holmes that had that infamous catch? That sounds right. I, think I can't remember off the top 10. of my head. It was number 10. Yeah, that sounds right. Anyway. But, but back to your nerdy. Yeah, we'll shit. stop talking about wasting Larry Fitzgerald's career. So that's what got me really into NASCAR. I mean, like, the best drop rate ever. It's unreal. He, he, he may be the best receiver ever. And it's just because Depends he's. on how you look at it. It's let's just not because take, he's. It's let's just not because, take a stance. No. Yeah. Jerry I'm, Rice played against plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Jerry Rice was talented. I'm just kidding. Shut up. If you're over the age of 47 and you're listening to this, shut the fuck up. I'm not offending you. Yeah, we're you. not. We're not God. actually trying to offend you. Fucking like Brett idiots. Favre sending the dick pic. That was more our yeah. generation. Like he just tried. So don't be mad. Don't be mad. Anyway. Like, anyway. Either way. So that's what really got me into NASCAR was the science of it. And I know that you hate me right now because that sounds so fucking nerdy. Like I said, I don't want to kind of come across the table. And but like, guys. even in, so Talladega Nights, which is a movie that makes, it helps NASCAR, obviously, because it talks about NASCAR. Right. But what is, um, what is the French guy's pit crew, what's he done? Oh, he's won a Nobel Peace Prize in science, right? Like, that's the joke. But that's legit. Like, the people that are very good at chemistry, at aerodynamics, at shit like this, they end up NASCAR people because that is how... There's so much money out there. The people that are in the pit crew generally are people from the NFL, MLB, NHL that got cut, and they're just these big, strong, athletic dudes, and they practice, practice, practice. They can change four tires in 12 seconds, Trevor. How long does it take you to get... A tired rotation and an oil it change. Me, it takes me 11 seconds to change my tires, actually. So That's 11.2 on your own. Yeah, you I just should, go you in. Should, and I, you should probably apply to a NASCAR. Yeah, Kyle Busch has been texting me all fucking week. It's getting annoying. I don't know how he got my number. Probably I, from the podcast. I blocked his number at this I'm point. Just kidding, second, yeah, man. Monster Bush. It is impressive. I understand that. It is. But it's super hard to watch. I just killed a gnat in my own It mouth. is. My God, like, my apples aren't that old. Okay, so, yes, on TV, hard to watch. It's like soccer. Soccer, 
I'm sorry. It's hard as fuck to watch on TV. It is hard to watch. And but when we go to a game, when we go to how fun games, is it? It's like my god. Like we went to that game with Matt Hiley. Shout out to Matt Hiley. Shout out to Matt Hiley. Great fucking guy. Great. We went guy. to that game and I was like, okay, this is fun as fuck. Like when I went with my family. It was me, mom, and dad, and Brent, and I was like, this is so fun. It was. It, like, in-person soccer is super fun It's to so watch. fun because the crowd for the, the club. That is, where the, I, that is where I defend soccer, like, soccer haters because people the, are like. The atmosphere is incredible. They're like, they're like, oh, soccer, soccer. Like, yeah, but, like, oh, truly to God, though, have you ever watched it in person? Because it actually is fun as fuck, and it's very interesting. And, like, you just don't know enough about it because in our country – it's just he, not big. Yeah, but it's the most popular sport in the world. It's worth, That's the only thing it's I coming. It's getting there. Like, the MLS continues to grow every single right. year. And more people are putting their kids into soccer than football every single year. I'm always going to want to watch a guy go fucking can it with two hands. Oh, yes. into a basket. And, that's, and, and I will. And that's fine. And you know why? It doesn't mean soccer sucks. No. you know, But you know why we enjoy that? Because our best athletes are playing in the, ML, in the MLB, NFL, NBA. Oh, this is a whole nother deal. Our, but that's why. So oh, yeah. think, think about in Europe, what are, the best, what are the best athletes play? They play soccer because they've been playing soccer since they were seven years old, five okay. years old, this is a, one year old, I hope, whatever the fuck. It doesn't I, matter. I really hope that we do not have any abroad listeners. Um, Maybe we do. If we do, I'm sorry. We I'm not offending you. I, Becca, she's essentially going to be yeah, there. Yeah, she's going to be there yeah, soon. So we'll punch her in the ear. But anyway, or the armpit. Well, either one. But either Your way, armpit, like, it's, yeah, it's in all seriousness, I this is a whole different fucking like segment and branch of things because I have said I'm We'll like, come back okay, to this down the road. Like Cristiano Ronaldo or Leo Messi. Like, I understand, dude, they they are incredible athletes. Like I if Dustin Wisdom is listening to this, he will not understand but also understand right now because dustin and i have had these talks and i was the only person that was reasonable with dustin because dustin is a huge soccer fan and dustin was so good at soccer yeah he played soccer yeah. in high school yeah and yeah. he was fucking good and he's he's still good and he's still in great shape and annoys me i tell him all the time through college he just i hate how we always had an eight pack and just drove, drove me nuts but either way we would talk about this and like here's the thing i i always said to him i'm like Imagine if Russell Westbrook, from the age of it, it, the most popular sport in America was like basketball and football, and so. Well, let's say it's soccer. Okay, but I'm saying the most popular sport was basketball and football. Yes. And baseball; those are like the top three. That's the top three. Like Patrick Mahomes, one of the best athletes in the world, he was playing those three sports forever. Like nobody talks about Patrick Mahomes for basketball, and when the going got tough in the states in the state quarters. He went off for 45 points and 37 rebounds. Like, but it's not talked about. And I'm saying is that you wake up in America every day and you're like, okay, these are the sports that are going to get me somewhere or people are going to actually fucking care about. And it's like, imagine if Russell Westbrook woke up as a four-year-old and is like, okay, I, I'm the best sport, like the thing that's going to get me noticed is soccer. So he started playing it as a four-year-old from then on out. Dude, Russell Westbrook is one of the most athletic people that has ever walked this earth in the history of ever. The 100%. dude can jump from fucking, 
He can jump from San Antonio Spurs Stadium and dunk the basketball in Oklahoma Stadium. He is incredible. Yes. As an athlete. Yes. He is fucking fast. He's fast. He is elusive. He can jump. Explosive. He is, it, it's crazy how athletic he is. And it's just like, imagine though. Like, yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, our athletes don't play that. But like, what if Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Giannis isn't from here. Uh, fucking. Even even at that, if Giannis was a goalkeeper, what is he? Seven what? Nah, is he that big? I thought he's like 6'11". Okay. Either way. 6'11", let's say. And he's, he's, One, the, he's the best athlete in the world besides Russ and LeBron. Like, let's say he's standing in the goal. How the fuck are you going to get it by him? He's faster than you. He's taller than you. And he's long enough to lay down in the goal and stick his arm up and still knock down 66% of yeah. all shots thrown toward that goal. I think that's Kick why we're that not that, or as we say, not that good at soccer. Even though we are good. It's, hang on, hang on. Except for, like, because we are good, but, like, as far as, like, sports go, like, the women just suddenly woke up and they're just like, dude, this is something, this, this just, this almost proves my point is because... The women just suddenly woke up and they're like, this is a sport that, like, we don't really focus on or anything. They're like, I mean, let's just do soccer. Like, let's just take all of our best athletes and let's let them play soccer. And goddamn, they're good. And that's what they did. Wow, And so good. all of the best athletes in America that are women, they were just like, let's just get a soccer team together and let's just go kick the fuck out of everyone and beat everyone 15-0. And what did they do? That's what they did. And, that, and that's they what they did. They literally win every World Cup in can the we world. Just, like, can we just pause for a moment and appreciate Alex Morgan for what she is? What are we talking about? <laughs> Everything. We're talking about she it all. She's a goddess. She is a goddess. She is she's, the goddess of And sun. she's so fucking good. She's so good at soccer. Dude. Yeah, she's so And she's just... But that's not the thing. Like, she's good at soccer, but she's obviously athletic. She looks like the type of person... What I don't know how tall she is, but I'm going to assume taller than 5'7", which is what Lionel Messi is. And... You could. It looks like you could throw her on a basketball court and she wouldn't be horrible. It looks like you could throw her on a tennis court and she probably wouldn't be horrible because I, she's athletic. I almost feel like like this is an argument about like for America almost because it's almost in the defense of I'm saying I'm just like it's not that we're bad at soccer we can't beat you at soccer like other countries. It's just like we're not playing our best male athletes at soccer whereas the women they were like. Let's just all play our best fucking women athletes at soccer. And that's what they did. And now they literally beat the fuck out of everyone for decades. They're like, so good. That's what they do. There's, if, Whereas the males don't do that. If it but wasn't, it's just like, we could. We literally if could. If it wasn't though. for the uh, shootout or whatever it's called at the end of soccer, we would have beat Japan in the 2012 FIFA World Cup. We won this last one. It's just insane. I just, real quick, I had to look this up. So Lionel Messi's 5'7". In the history of the NBA, there are eight people that have been listed as worth being known as shorter than that. Spud Webb was 5'7". And then there are one, two, three, four guys that are 5'7". There are three guys that are 5'6". And there is one guy, Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues, yeah. And he was five foot fucking three. Five foot three. He was a foot shorter than me and he was in the NBA. Yeah. Now he played... From 1987 to 2001. Oh, so. just the plumbers. Oh, Jordan. Nah, just yeah. kidding. Shut up, 45 years. <laughs> Shut up, Nick Ermer. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but, like, that's just... So, Lionel Messi is... 
he is him or Cristiano Ronaldo has won like best person in soccer, best male athlete in soccer. Either one of them has won like the last eleven years. He's five foot seven and he's just pumping these out. Now put him in the NBA and tell me that he's gonna win MVP half of eleven years. Yeah. He's not gonna. Exactly. But he is very good at soccer because he's super athletic. He is capable of running miles, which is not the case for a lot of people because I don't what a, soccer players they always track them they run like five to like nine kilometers in a game that's yeah. insane i haven't ran five to nine kilometers in six or seven years okay here's the thing is that i know we're not a sports podcast but we've already taken this route apparently and we're here here we are so let's just go ahead and do it uh let's let's just talk about the sports for a while and here's my thing is that <coughs> okay LeBron James is a better all-around basketball player than Michael Jordan. Now, hang on. Now, hang on. In their eras, Le- Michael Jordan, there, there is nobody that can even compete with the dude. The dominance. It, it's it's it, not it, even... It was incredible. It's not fair. It's not anything. And then LeBron James, there's no, nobody that could have like could yes. compete with him. Like I mean, he took like... A dude that worked down at City Hall as a secretary, well, and then he took another guy that was the clerk over here, and he brought him to the NBA Finals. Like, now hang on, it's not Michael Jordan's fault that LeBron James is better than him. That's the thing, is though, is that I had we had this argument with Daniel Haley one night. Me and Spencer were sitting there arguing with him, and Dan's like, and I was like, here's the thing. I said they the athletes just have humans evolve, whereas social Darwinism is crazy in a way survival of the fittest but it also it is a thing like it is a thing it is still we're a, constantly a, breeding a better a version of ourselves thing like it's just that humans are always getting better and then also t- like technological advances i guess would be the word is also a thing and that whereas lebron james can go after every game and wrap his fucking body and they said that he spent like two million dollars in 2017 on like medicine and like things and trainers athletic athletic programs that are going to keep him healthy that's how it is because it's just there's like so much money in these athletes and everything and so daniel told spencer and i one night he goes can you say that again hold on real quick thank you and he literally did it we were like making fun of daniel and shout out to daniel literally one of the best dudes in the fucking world and we were sitting there, and Daniel goes, well, by your guys' standards, there's going to be somebody better in the future that's better than LeBron, your boy LeBron. And you're me and Spencer right turned and looked at each other, and we go, you're fucking right there is, dude. And he goes, uh, oh. And I was like, yes, that is exactly what we're saying. That, like, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, it, it wasn't even fair. The okay. dude was scoring 100 points in one game, and then, like, now yeah, Michael Jordan like they're con- like at, at, humans are constantly evolving so, in their athleticism. Will Chamberlain wouldn't have been as good had the lane not been a foot and a half wide. Right. If they would have but widened still, that bitch out. But yes, dominance. Dom because it's not Michael's fault that LeBron's. It's not. I'm sorry. Right. And it's and it's not anyone else's fault that Michael was the most most athletic person on the earth in shapes of basketball in his era. Yeah. He, he was that. He, and Michael wasn't a lot older than Bird, but it, I'm sure there was people making that argument, like, no, I still take Bird. Like, it's not Michael's fault that he's better than Bird. It's just that people are evolving constantly. Yeah. And, and so, so he, now we have he, LeBron. Then he we was had three Kobe years that later. Came in, and I am sorry. I, I am sorry. This is where this will stir some people up, but 
I absolutely will take Kobe Bryant over Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. I absolutely will. He's more athletic, I believe. I know the 40-inch vert. I understand that. But Kobe... The, the vert was nuts. It depends on how you define athleticism. Because Kobe can do things with the ball. But I just will take the guy over Michael. And, and I will take LeBron over both. And in Sunday, maybe it's Zion. Maybe we've seen it. I don't, maybe it's Michael Porter Jr. Because I believe that Michael Porter Jr. is the greatest person that's ever lived the earth. But uh, yeah, maybe. But he seriously, does, maybe it, it's Zion. Maybe we've right. already seen it. I don't know. But and, and it could be just better. keep getting better. And the thing with Kobe is, so Kobe, Kobe essentially knew that he was, say, let's say more athletic. And what what did he do? He emulated MJ's game. He learned that that turnaround step back. He learned that fadeaway. He learned all those floater shots. Kobe Bryant had a work ethic that you wouldn't he believe did. too. Like, and and he he didn't crazy. I, I don't know that steel is the best. He likes he, to rape people, but crazy work. Yeah, but if you rape someone, all you have to do is change your number, and then the entirety of the city forgives you. Go from eight to twenty-four, and then it's fine. Like that didn't happen. Number eight did that. What are ben you talking about? Let's ben, not get started. Been rape your daughter? Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so Kobe Kobe even said, you know, let's take let's take MJ, who was very good through the nineties. I'm now in the 2000s. I feel like I'm more athletic than him, possibly not better. But if I take the way that he played his game and apply my athleticism to it, then I'm going to be able to elevate the style of play. And it's just gone on from there. Because even, let's say, so Steph Curry revolutionized the game. Everyone. Yeah, he, he's changed it. He has completely changed the game because now all of a sudden... I'm not a Steph fan, but I so respect what he's done. I mean, it's crazy. He has changed basketball to where it's like, oh, so we should shoot threes. We should shoot threes, and we should get good at shooting them because if we can make half of them, then we're going to beat 85% of our opponents because if we shoot 40 of them a game and we make 20, that's 60 points. We shoot 40 like close to bucket shots, and we make 20... That's forty points. That's it's a twenty-point difference. They showed they showed Steph's uh, they showed his shot. I remember it was like Steph Curry's last one hundred shot, or I don't. It wasn't a hundred, obviously, but I remember it was his last so many shots. And it looked at it said his last so many shots. He has scored a hundred and one points from three and a hundred points from two. And it was just like, well, you might as well take the three. And like you might is, as well. This is where. There's a lot of difference of opinions, but there's a guy, and this is where we've talked about on our podcast where we don't want to like talk about names, whatever, but there's a guy that coaches in a little town that does not have very many people at all, and he is one of the best coaches that Missouri has ever seen, and that is a fact. And he has Because he won, turns people into basketball and players. And he does that, and he has won multiple, multiple state championships. And here's the thing, is you can say whatever the fuck you want about him, dude. Like, I have all the respect in the world for him, and if you get to know him in person, he's a fucking fantastic guy. He is he is super smart, and you obviously can tell he's so smart that is what he has done is if you watch his team play, if you watch his team play, and this is talking about class one fucking podunk basketball. You watch his team play in the last five years, and you look at how many three-pointers per game, and I know that they hit a stretch of two years where they had some smaller players, and I get that. So but, they needed to shoot threes. But, however, if you look at, how, good many, at how many three-pointers they're taking, he has upped his threes per game, and they have done that. And, like, we had the number one team in the state in 2016, 
and like and they played us and like they took a fuckload of threes and they came in they, they battled with us. They, yes, just by shooting just by shooting a shot that might be three feet farther but worth one more point. And they I mean their their athletic ability was a fourth of ours, but they almost got there with us because he had him take more threes, and that's it. And then he won him another state title. I mean, yeah. a few years more they down the road. Good. Like it's they just, were good. It's just like that. It it really is a fact that like you take more threes. Yes. I mean, if you if you can shoot a three at three percent less than what you're going to shoot a two, then why the hell not take the three? And that's right? what I'm a big I'm I'm a big big Nuggets fan, and they were talking about that. We with, should go to a Nuggets game. Side note. Oh, I've already. Already looked at tickets. Okay, well, send me send me the flight information. We will go. Uh, but I'm I'm a big Nuggets guy, and I was uh, their head coach that came out, and he said he was like, um, their sorry, their their head coach came out, and he was like, uh, yeah, so they took I think on average 30, 30 threes per game. That's what I was trying to look at. They took out thirty threes per game because he I remember he said he wanted to up it by five. And last year they took Malone said they took thirty threes a game, and he wanted this year them to take thirty five. So he wanted them to take five more, and it was just like per yeah, game. That's per it. Per game, just they, f- instead of taking five more fifteen footers, take five more threes. Yeah. So in high school, college, NBA, depending on that's either four, five, or nine feet farther. And that's the thing is that you you can tell in there because I watched their live videos and I watched their like. Uh, like they put out their practice highlights and things like that. And like when the shot clock is ticking down, it's like six seconds stuff. And they're passing the ball around to like different people. They will spit it out to a three. And I know Malone is behind that because he will be the coach of the year and he will be the best coach in the NBA in a few years. But I'm just, he already is. But either way, like they will spit it out to the three. And also there was a few clips where MPJ is just taking a three, like with one second left on the shot clock because like they're taught to, Spit. Let's get it out to a three. If we're gonna have to jack up a fucking fourteen footer, let's jack up a, a twenty seven footer. Like, yeah, like why not? Because those if it, guys if it's three percent less likely to go in, then why not? Because that's a tiny margin in the scheme of eighty two games right. and a billion shots. Right. And they have the strength to do it. I mean, Damian Lillard flicked his fucking wrist last year and put the Oklahoma City Thunder back to their hometown. Like he literally flicked from thirty seven feet. It's I took a 30... Me and Rob were in the gym one night. Me, Rob, and Colin. And we got... Rob got the tape measure out, and we measured off 37 feet. This is crazy. This goes back to the athletes thing. We measured out 37 feet. What was it like on the that, on the, on the E of Stanbury? That Damian uh, Lillard shot. And I was like... We are... I mean, my first shot, I was like sitting there, and I like pushed it, you know, like to try to... And we are like, okay, let's try to... And I told Colin, I said... Because Colin's one of the best, if not the best, basketball players in the area for high school basketball. And I said, step back and shoot it. Like, take yeah. the step back and try to shoot it. How, and like, how far is it? It is crazy. Crazy far. How how those guys can do that. But seriously, it's like, if you're going to chuck up a, a fucking... 20, or, or a 14-footer, chuck up a 23-footer, because for those guys, it's literally no different. Yeah, it's the know? same. It's the same. And, right. it, and and the margin of difference is not enough that it's not worth at least throwing it out there. Yeah. For those who don't know, a high school half court is 44 feet. Damian Lillard shot one in from 37. Is it 44 or 40? Or 42? Is it 42? I think it's 42. It's 80, you're right. You are 42. correct. It's 84 I was feet say, I total. I was right inside half court. And I was like, yes. this is the farthest fucking shot I w- would ever take in a yes. game. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, and you would only take and that. And Palmer would come over. He would walk onto the court, he, punch me in the face, yeah, and then drag me if, out. If you made it, he would still say, "Nice shot. Don't ever fucking do it again." Mm-hmm. It would be a replacements quote because it's so far. It's incredible how far. And Damian Lillard steps back and flicks it. I mean, flicks it like it's nothing. But that's Steph, what I'm Steph Curry steps back and flicks it like it's nothing. Right. And then so the NBA is just like started up. And Steph Curry has essentially killed the position of center like that is no longer a thing if you can't shoot a 16 footer as a center you will not make it to the league at this point and last night three different centers in the four games made a three-pointer some have been simmons ben simmons yeah ben simmons tossed one in and my god he hadn't made one in what five or six years (laughs) he i don't think he'd ever made one in his career it has been a long yeah true but it's just the different, like, he has totally changed the game. Lionel Messi, I'm sure, has changed the game of soccer as as long as Cristiano Ronaldo has. And just the athletes, the athleticism, obviously, if we put our athletes toward soccer. Now, I don't know how good LeBron would be at soccer. 6'7", that's a big body to move around a soccer right. field. It might be not There's too big, big of a body. Keekly. I mean, we've got all these athletes that are... right. Russ, 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 six, like shorter guys, six one. Russ. Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey. Like, I mean, these guys we could put toward soccer, and they they would have absolutely, more than likely, destroyed. I can't speak because I can't speak to that one hundred percent because maybe they just weren't good with their feet. Maybe right. that's why they chose football. Right. Maybe that's but why they chose basketball. Maybe that's why they chose baseball. At the same time, we don't put our athletes towards soccer. We just have Correct. never done it. As a kid, and I'm not dogging. I'm not. I'm sorry. Like, don't people like come at my dad and be like, "Oh, fuck your dad. He's a piece of shit." Because my dad's the greatest dude in the world. But like, my dad told me when I was a kid, he always said he was just like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna enroll you in soccer." Like, I was playing fucking bantam football since I was like eight years old, and I was yep. doing, and I was starting basketball with your dad. And like third grade, it was our first tournament. Like, you that's what so, we always side did. Note, and like, do you remember in like third, fourth, fifth grade, somewhere in there, we were doing one of the summer things? My dad's like 45 at, the, at this time, and he's and like, I, we're at practice, he jumps up and dunks it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, all you got to do is get close to the basket, and then you're gonna make it. And and we kind of argued with him about it, and he goes, Watch, and he, he drop step, drop step, dunks the shit out of the ball at 45 years old, and we were all like, and I know he's six eight, but he was still like 45. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he just rose up and smashed it down at 45 years old, whatever the hell, however old he was. Either way, he was just trying to prove a point. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know that we would dominate soccer had we put all of our athletes toward it. I do, but <laughs> you do, but. It would definitely help it because what we're doing right now with the women's program is we're taking the best possible. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll drink that. We're taking the best. What is this? I don't know what these are. It's a Cape Line. Shout out to Becca. Cape Line. I was going to say Becca, Becca or Riley Ellis. No, yeah. Somebody. Becca bought these for the Chiefs game. Tonight, we're drinking out of this cooler. That there is took, like 100 beers That we took there. to the Chiefs game and it is all still cold and... Right now we're drinking this Cape Lime Hard Strawberry Lemonade. And it is... It has six simple ingredients. That one's Blackberry Mojito. It kind of tastes like... 
tank mojito. <laughs> it's just not that Is it not good? It's okay. It's pretty tangy. Spark so sparkling cider it's not a cider, I guess, but sparkling drinks anymore. I know everyone's into the no calorie thing, but like understand that lower calorie does not mean completely healthy because one can of this is 120 calories. Right. So while it might not have all the carbs, it still definitely has enough of the shit. My daddy will give me about 90 calories, so. Yeah. What are these? I want to know the alcohol percentages. 4.5. 4.5? So marginally more than a beer. Mm -hmm. It's more than a beer. How's yours? Strawberry lemonade? Oh, yeah. Mine's fine. You want to try it? Yeah, I would yeah. love to try it. Swap that. me. Hand me that. You want the tank? You do like tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yours is worse. You think mine's worse? Yeah. Try that one. That's just... Yours is worse. Have it back. Yours tastes like an... Thank artif- God you don't like mine. I you- saw it in your face. Yours t- like, tastes like an artificial, like child's gummy vitamin that tastes like grape <laughs> it's like it's like if if your mom was like you're gonna take this fucking vitamin it's a flintstone gummy and it's the purple kind you're like god damn it i don't want the purple kind right but i'm gonna but i'm yes. gonna eat it anyway yes and that is what that tastes like my i don't think mine's bad you think mine's well, bad i don't mine's better than yours i feel like but either way that's good yeah everyone, we are completely opposite fucking we people, are so opposite why people we're friends. that is why we're friends because opposites attract yes uh oh god the relationships that i've had and that you have had where they didn't work or did work it's because that is right opposites attract i mean they do someone like me i couldn't date i'm like i would want to kill him because i want to kill me every day seriously opposites attract at the same time until until you find the until you find the right attraction kind of thing where you might be opposites on certain things but you're similar on the right things right and and that's and that's what it boils down right, to is do you agree on the things that are gonna bother you every day because right the things that me and you disagree on don't bother us every day so like why the hell do we care because like you know the way that i live my life is if it's not gonna matter in five sec in no, five years why waste five seconds on when it? there's any argument that i've ever had in my relationships or like, other friendships or anything yeah reed always tells me he's like Trevor, like in my relationships, like with women, like with girlfriends that I've had or anyone though, Reed just always tells me, he goes, cause this pisses me off to be honest, just so everyone knows this pisses me off and I get pissed at the time. And I'm like, why the fuck can Reed think so reasonably right now? Can he just, <laughs> can he just jump, just off, a cliff? Yeah, can he just jump want... off a cliff with me for a minute? But no, he goes, he always says, he's like, Trevor. And I'm like, what Reed, what the fuck do you want? And he goes, is this going to matter in five years? And I'm like, no, it's not going to fucking matter, but it's going to matter in five seconds. So, and he's like, okay. So, and I'm like, yes, I know. Okay. It's done. I know. I get that. I'm sorry. Yeah. You just can't let, you can't let something that is trivial in five years ruin the next five I know, seconds. And I know. That's why I was such a piece of shit. I wish that 18, I, that I wish that 18 year old me knew 25 year old you because I wouldn't have been such a piece of shit. Well, trust me. <laughs> 18 year old yeah, me would not have helped you were, at all but hey. it, it took me it took it took some mistakes and some and some self some self learning to get to the to the point that i am but that is literally something i tell myself every day is if somebody makes me mad if it's not gonna matter in five years i'm not gonna let it ruin five seconds of my day because right. at the end of the day 
you don't know one if this is going to be your last day you never know like no you don't like tomorrow a freak accident could happen and i could be in a car wreck where like i'm just driving down the road and a meteor hits me seriously though and i and i right and i and i could have wasted my whole last day being mad that Cheryl didn't fucking figure out how to use Outlook the way that I needed her to, and then I got my ass handed to me. Right. Because at the end of the day, it didn't matter that, that she couldn't figure that out. And I don't I don't think I work with a Cheryl. If I do, and you listen to this podcast, I'm probably not talking about you. But It's just a name. It's just a name. And I just can't... I've I've been down the path of allowing things to bother me for multiple days that are that are trivial matters and i just i just try to not try to not do that as best i can right and uh i i don't know like it's just something it's something that a few years ago i decided that this is the way that i needed to live and if it wasn't gonna matter in five years i can't let it bother me for five seconds yeah i've loved you ever since no (laughs) yeah for 25 years but (laughs) Yeah, well, it'd be yeah, it'd be almost twenty five because yeah. I moved here when I was eleven months old. Yeah, and we were at the daycare. Our parents had us together since then. Yeah, and so a little. Why well, I know that we're wrapping, we're getting close to wrapping it up here I because we we're, fi- we're fifty six minutes. We but told it, this story. It, have we? We're the on what, the trampoline. The way yeah, that we, we met was on the trampoline. Yes. So one trampoline trip turns into here we are. We're twenty five years old. We're still best friends, and it doesn't even matter. And all the shit that's happened in between, fist bump, we cannot allow to bother us because it just, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's all these trivial things that we can't allow to dig in deep. And when you let those things, those little small things dig in deep and they pile up, that's whenever you, you feel that weight that, I don't, like not necessarily guilt, but this this pressure on you where wow like i've i've had all these things go wrong well all these things that have gone wrong have been small matters that maybe the person that you've wronged has forgot but because you're a good person or because you have a conscience or because your brain just works that way you keep thinking like wow they're probably still mad at me they're probably not right because a lot of people are able to let stuff go and i try my best to let stuff go and if it's not going to matter in five years i cannot allow myself to waste five seconds of today on it because today is today is the most important day to me because today i set the record for the amount of time that i've ever lived on this planet right that is a fun fact that's true every single day that you wake up you have set the record for how many times you have lived on this planet how many minutes how many seconds how many hours you've lived on this planet and that's that's incredible. Don't waste it. Yeah. Because it's it's that important. One day can make a difference of a lifetime. Today you may wake up and you may go to work, you may be offered some like new position or you may be offered something something different and you're like, "Ah, that's not really me." Right. But maybe it is. You know, maybe, maybe that new thing that they're offering is something that would really intrigue you, but you're kind of butthurt that, well, I'm doing my job good. Why the hell would they offer me this new thing? Like, 
They're offering it to you because you're doing your job good. Yeah. Excuse exactly. me. They they trust you in. Here's here we go. Fucking here we in. go with this shit. They trust you in doing it. They trust you in, in all these things. I'm so sorry. That's Ray's hiccups. I want to <sighs> literally come across the table and punch him again. Okay. They offer you these things because you're able to put away the small things. Right. That is important. That's true. Do not allow that to get into you. Yes. And if you do, just try and change your mindset. The, the most powerful thing you have is your mind. And it's incredible what your mind can do. An example, I decided a month ago, six weeks ago, I was going to learn guitar. I was tired of not being able to play it. I wanted to be able to play my own music and sing. And so I bought a guitar for $100, whatever, on Amazon. Yep. It's not the best guitar. I picked one that I thought looked cool. It plays notes. It plays music. It Does it sound the best? No. But it does what I need it to do. And it allows me to go forward in this thing that I was trying to pursue. Now, I may have a bad day on guitar. I may have... I may not be able... To play the song that I want to play. Trev's got the guitar right now. If you can hear that. He is playing uh, no chord at the moment. But ooh, but I'm trying. I am I am convinced I'm going to teach myself this. And if I allow one. That was a G chord. Sorry. If I allow one bad. If I allow one bad thing on this guitar to deter me from playing it again. Then I. I'm never going to learn it because right. that's absolutely true. I mean, and it's just, it's little things like that. You cannot allow small things to get in your way. Maybe I didn't play the G chord the best today, but that's a pretty good G chord right there. Oh, you switched to a G or a D chord, then C. Now see, I'm learning. He's been teaching me here. Right. But seriously. But seriously, it's, it's little things like that. Imagine, one of the things to remember every day is imagine that you, you played one chord wrong in a song and you're and you're on stage playing in thou, in front of thousands of people. I will guarantee you. And I can I can guarantee this because I have sang in the 4th of July for the last however many years, however many however long they've been kind enough to ask me back. And and the side note to this is I really I hate my voice when I listen to myself sing back. And I think that everyone's just being nice to me out of pity. I love but, your voice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mine's but better. No. <laughs> it is. It's got to be. It, but I know for a fact, because the guys tell me that are in the band that I'm up there covering with, is and we're not playing it perfect. We're not playing it perfect ever. Somebody's always making a small mistake. But the crowd doesn't hear it. Because right. at the end of the day, it's your creative expression. Even an idea that you have is your creative expression. Right. And you can't let one wrong note fuck that up. You can't let it. Because you can play a G chord. And then throw in a C chord. Right. And you may accidentally leave in one wrong note. Yeah. But no one in the crowd's going to hear it. Because right. it's your thing. You're expressing it. Right. So don't let the five seconds ruin five years. Don't let things like that bother you. 
And it, it really just can't. Enjoy life. It can't matter. Enjoy life. Enjoy everything about it. And if you're a Chiefs fan, enjoy these next 15 years yeah. of Pat Mahomes because while I know that our offensive line is all hurt and I know he has a bum ankle and I know Tyree Kill is out and all these things, and we just lost to the Colts, and I was at that fucking game, and it was a miserable experience to watch him lose to this team. <laughs> right. Jacoby Brissett, I don't want to talk about it. At the end of the day, we're 4-1. and one. We're in the NFL. Yeah. What a fucking start. Yeah. 4-1. and one. Fucking awesome. We could be 0-5. We That's could be the true. Miami Dolphins and be a junior there. high team. And we've been there. So. Anyway. We've kind of we've kind of covered everything. We got a little deep there at the end, a little bit right. of life yeah. advice. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's a problem. Like no. everyone needs to everyone needs no. to hear stuff like that, and you need supportive stuff throughout your day. Yeah. But we uh, we've somehow managed to talk for about an hour and three minutes. So do you want to go ahead? You want to do your plugs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> I will definitely do that. Um, number one, obviously. Our biggest supporter so far, um, our biggest sponsor so far, uh, dumping a lot of money into this podcast, obviously, but Brent Johnson Photography, uh, seriously, seriously, I know that most of the people listening to this have already had their senior pictures taken or somebody that they know has had a senior picture taken or anything, but like, there, there is so much more than that. It's so much more expanded. I mean, ask, ask the Sager family, my favorite family in the world. Like, they had their family pictures taken with Brent, um, and they love them. I, I, it's funny because Marcy sent me a Snap Street uh, yesterday, and it was her background of her computer was a, a family picture with them that I know Brent took. And it's just like, do that. Like, I... You know, ask him. I ask him to take your family photos. Ask him to like. I, he's very understanding. Go fucking take like just a random self portrait. He's not gonna charge you very much money. It's 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 great. But uh, Brent Johnson Photography. That obviously uh, Johnson Creative Services. Um, that is my company. We are. My mom and I have been talking. We it, it is it's here. It it is here. Uh, we are very excited. We're ready to drop all this. We're going to put it on uh, the Instagram page. We're going to hopefully have our own Instagram page. We'll see how many followers that kind of gets. But uh, we're, we're ready to help you out with it, whatever you need as far as crafts goes. You know, uh, blanket if, ladders, anything. Basically, if you see something on Pinterest that you like, I, made out of wood. We've already send, probably made it, to be send, honest. Send it to him, and if, if he can't make it, he'll recommend somebody to you that can. Yeah, and I, I and, know people that and, make it. And if, you, and if he can't make it, he'll make it to the best that he possibly yeah, can. Yeah, and we're, we're my mom and I are very excited. My dad, Reed, obviously reads in. Everybody were, yeah, so Johnson Creative Services. I'm but, essentially a Johnson. Exactly, yes. Yeah, you're an Osborne, I'm a Johnson. Right. We're not married, but we are each other's family. Yes, that, that has been the case for a while. That's why, I call, that's why when I walk into your house, I say, hey, mom, to your mom. It's just You do. Yes. <laughs> no one knocks whenever they walk into yeah. my house. That's what I walked when I walked in with Brian uh, last week. Brian was like, I got to go drop this pan off. And he went to like go knock on the door. And I was walking. And he goes, oh, should we walk in here? I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah just walk in. It's an open door well, policy. Like, yeah. And he was like, oh, do I need to take my shoes off? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know. I, no. So, yeah. Your plug. Go ahead. Uh, this... This podcast is sponsored or produced both by Yellow Brick Road Entertainment, your 
entertainment needs are our command. We have DJs. We can do some live music. We can give you a photo booth. We can give you professional lighting. Do it all. If you don't know what you need and you see something online that you're like, ooh, that'd be cool. If it's something that I think I can put into my entertainment company and 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 utilize past you, I will buy it. I will throw it in there and I will give you the best deal around. And here's the thing is that if you, you're not having a wedding because you're not going to get married, that's fine. If you want to throw a kick-ass karaoke party in the backyard, we will come and we will yeah. help you with that. Like I threw my mom's 50th birthday party. 120 people showed up and we karaoke'd until midnight whenever my dad decided that the neighbors probably were tired of hearing us right. squeal on the mic. Just ask us on rates. I mean, anything. Yeah. Like, we'll, Just we'll, let we'll, us know. We'll make it happen. I have business cards. It's, we like to get it's, fucked up. We want to enjoy the party Entertainment. Uh, if you need somebody to come in and sing, I'm learning guitar. Eventually, I'll be able to do some live music with that. But for now, it's karaoke tracks, and All I right. can come in and sing. It does not matter. Whatever you need, whatever you want, you plan the date. We bring the party. Right. At the end of the day, that's what matters. So... You have anything else? No, I'm good. Drop questions. That's the drop thing. questions. Seriously, DM us or DM comment us on a post comment or something. comment. We would love questions. We will answer whatever you want. I do, I do we not could live the next. We could live the next podcast actually, and then like hope if people listen, just like you know, drop questions in the live. Yeah, we will answer. Yeah, them as we, yeah go. we could do that. And yeah. we're also work, we're working on we a, want you we're to. working on the YouTube channel. I know we're still new at this. We apologize, obviously, for the last week. Where we had some issues getting an upload to happen, uh, we were working on making sure that that never happens again. We at least again. saved the file. That was good. We were able to recover so the you. file. No, uh, fuck you. No, <laughs> no, really though. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. No, seriously. But for real, we do appreciate everyone listening to this. We obviously we enjoy doing this. We hope that you enjoy listening to us, and. We never know really what we're going to talk about. So we went from sports to some deep, like, remember yourself kind of stuff here. And that's that's kind of what we like. We It's just imagine sitting around a campfire drunk with your buds and hearing what's being said. That is kind of the vibe that we are going for. So Sit don't, back, drink with us, enjoy. Sit back, drink, enjoy. If you're under drive, drink. No, I'm just kidding. Stop, don't do that. Stop. Don't do that. Stop, pull over, then drink. Wait you, till you're Payton. sober. Seriously. So we like to thank everybody for watching. Watching. Listening. Listening. God dang. Watching their phones? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't no. do not do Perfect that while thing, driving. No. That is a bad idea. But we do appreciate you listening. I am sorry that we are drunk. But this is called Whiskey Talk, so I don't really know what you plan to expect. We want to thank you all for being here with us. Keep listening. We are going to work on a Tuesday podcast where we do some game time stuff. Just a little fun thing. That will probably be on our Instagram as well. Fridays are obviously going to be our longer podcast. Hopefully we can entertain you in between your drive to work or your drive home. Maybe both, depending on how far you drive. But thank you very much. We've enjoyed your company. We hope you've enjoyed ours. And we will be signing out now. Peace.